Hardwood Boys, episode 38. Nice. Very good. <laughs> that was uh, Jaqueline uh, McWilliams. That was Brandon's wife, Jackie. Would you like to say anything, Jackie? Say hello? She's hi. Saying, oh, she's saying hi. There is one thing you wanted to talk about. We are missing our other Hardwood brother. That's why she is sitting in right now. Ben is out of town. She had some strong words she wanted to say about He still about hasn't it. found Bigfoot. No, he's still searching for Bigfoot or aliens <laughs> or whatever he's doing. I'm no replacement for Ben. Yes, you are. But I was very surprised to see Ben's elk in his living room for the first time. Looks really this nice, last doesn't week. it? Oh, my Lord. You almost don't even notice it when you come in. Yeah, it's it's almost it's so small that it doesn't even exist in the house. <laughs> you walk in and you're eye to eye with a giant elk. It's awesome. It's bigger than the living room. That is so that was awesome. awesome. Brandon and I went last week and took our pictures with it. We will put it on the Facebook page. We I'm amazed we didn't yet, which I'm kind of glad because we will do it now. Yeah. And Ben can check it out. Uh, we were in your house uh, molesting your elk that's on your wall. Because, yeah, it's huge. It's massive. And it well, I threw it, I threw it on the Instagram page. Oh, it's on the so Hardwood Boys Instagram, on, okay. so he's we already seen it. On, we hadn't put it on the Facebook page yet. Yeah. So Jackie does not like the elk in their living room and uh, thinks Lura should, what, take it down while Ben's gone? Maybe put it at Vic's house? Maybe that's where it'll be when he gets back. <laughs> you might get in trouble over that. I'm not, I'm not saying that it can't be in the living room. I'm saying that Brandon would not be allowed to put it in the living room. I know it's going to be right over the bed. There you go. It might kill one of y'all in the middle of the night when it falls what off. If, what if Brandon shot a really big buck? No. Just no. You don't want it in the bedroom? I've never put one in my, my bedroom either for some reason. A, a, a deer or an elk or anything like that. I don't know why. Do you have any in your bedroom? In my closet. In your closet. So, so that the, seems the, weird. Like they'd be looking at you while you were sleeping. Would you not feel like something was watching? No, no, it as doesn't a, bother me. As a kid growing up, I had in, in my mom and dad's house. I had a, my queen bed, and I had a deer turn to the right and a deer turn to the left, and so like they, they were, were both over other, yeah. over my bed. And I mean, I, it never phased me at all. Yeah, the deer a, a deer mount doesn't weird me out at all. You know, it weirded me out when I was at y'all's cabin the other day, and Kevin was out there on the counter, or whatever <laughs> his name was. Yeah. His name Kevin, is Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> big old fox squirrel yeah. staring at me. Yeah. And he's not hanging on the wall, so it's like he's just hanging out on top of the, the dresser over there and staring at me. Yeah, yeah. so Kevin is weird. But. Yeah, Brandon's mom courteously gave that to Logan a while back, and then Logan had it in his bedroom and decorated it for Halloween and Christmas and dressed it up, and, and Kevin has been around. But now he is living at the cabin, and I'm much happier with him there. Yeah, I, where, I don't know where he was. Brandon took him out and put him on top of the dresser to where he was staring at me. Yeah, he was hidden. Yeah, he was like behind the dresser on the windowsill or something. Yeah. I don't know. And then he pulled it up and said, this is Kevin. He said, oh, great. Now I get to sleep with Kevin yeah. tonight. He so probably won't bother you. Uh, no, he didn't. But the ghost did that one night. I told you that, didn't I? No. I didn't tell you. The first night when I laid down, I heard something whisper in my ear. I was like, okay. They would have said something about their place if it was haunted. Because it was the weirdest thing. Because I had a box fan going and I'm just laying there. And I'd been where were you sleeping at? In the top loft of their cabin. Okay. So, so where y'all there, slept at last year? Yeah. Because I had I was, a bedroom. Yeah. Okay, so I was up place. there with other yeah. people last time. I'm up there by myself, which isn't scary or anything. It's, it's just dark, and I'm in a different place. And something, I'm telling you, out because the bed, because it's a loft, 
and it's got the angles there. So the bed's got a bunch of area behind it, that black space. You That's know, where all the monsters and ghosts are. I guess. I, I don't know. So I'm just laying there, and this lady, it's what it sounded like. She whispered in my right ear. And I don't even know what she said. But it's just it was a breathy just... And I was like... <laughs> you know, I, I didn't know what to do. I was just like, I'm, I'm not going to freak out. Okay, she's a ghost. She's probably talking to me. I don't know. They've ne- I, This is all so, going through my mind. So is, have y'all ever had experiences of ghosts up there before? They've no. never said anything about a ghost. So that's why I was like, maybe it was just the fan, the way it hit the sheet when I pulled the sheet up and it just made How it much weird. head you had to drink? Really? Yeah. 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 It, it could have been the lady from the liquor store. <laughs> <laughs> she followed us up there. <laughs> Now there is there is a um, my dad did get like this old white path country club sign that is out this old benches sign from and apparently that haunted that country club has a big history of being haunted that it was some so, sort so of may, maybe that sign. Well, no, I don't want to freak your kids out, and I don't want to freak my kid out. You're not going to freak our kids out, but you might freak yours out. Yeah, so I didn't tell anybody. I thought I told you about it the next day, mm-hmm. but. Because, um, yeah, I, I could have sworn a lady whispered in my ear right as I was laying there. And it's sweet back. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't mean. It wasn't scary other than the fact that what the hell was that in the pitch dark? You, you shouldn't drink anything? that much again. Is that no, what I really did. I still got a, we, a, a Crown Royal. Um, we were there, what, two nights or three nights? Three. Three nights, and I still have like half the bottle of Crown Royal left. So it wasn't like the first the year before I drank the whole. <laughs> the first night. Did Brandon have you watching Skeleton Key? No, we didn't watch Skeleton Key. <laughs> I did though. You did? Yeah, oh, I yeah. mean, while I was napping. It's maybe that's what you heard. Yeah. No, he was a, he was in his bedroom when I heard that whisper. Are you leaving us for good? Or getting wine? Go get wine. Yes. Uh, Jackie's leaving us, but she might come back. Um. Yeah, no, I heard the no. We watched the foggy bottom swamp monster yeah, about yeah. Arkansas. Yeah, in somewhere in it Arkansas. It was a really well made documentary. Yeah, if you want to watch something back, yeah, it's it's not good at all. Oh man, it's terrible. It's not good at all. They have one girl in it that has pretty eyes and a mole. That's maybe, about all I remember. Maybe from it. you just thought she was whispering to you. Maybe no, we watched. This was the second night or okay. third night when we watched that. So movie. was it the same lady at the liquor store that was there last year? I don't. I couldn't. I don't think so. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't think so because she didn't say anything sweet to me. Yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> but yeah, we had a good time up there. Now what, we were talking about Ben's elk. We'll go back to Melvin, our yeah, caretaker, unloading. We were, we were, I think we stopped with, like, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> so Bubba's up there, and he's building the cabin, and he hears all these shots. Well, Melvin pulls up and like, hey, hey, Bubba, can, can you come over here and help me uh, load up these deer? I'll, I'll give you one or whatever. I mean, Bubba called my pawpaw immediately. That was that was Melvin's last day on the property. Yeah. He, he was not allowed back up there because, I mean, you know, our, our thought was <clears> – <throat> We number one, we don't shoot does with a gun in any food plots at all. Really? At all. Okay. So, you know, if you That's go, not a bad. You want them to be idea. comfortable. In yeah. There. If you yeah. go into to the big food plots, number one, number eight, it, it's realistically it's nothing to see thirty deer. Yeah. Um, in either one of those food plots. Um. So you can shoot it. Uh, our camp rule is you can shoot a doe in the woods all day long. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, you can shoot a doe in a food plot with a bow and arrow. 
Okay, I got a question yeah. before you keep going. Yeah. What if you're hunting over the food plot and the doe is in the woods next to the food plot? That's a technicality. That's what I'm wondering. I mean... I don't know. I'm trying to think of rules if, for if you're, if you're sitting in that shooting house... You don't shoot plot, a doe. You're not going to shoot a doe. If you're on that food plot. Correct. Yeah. Correct. You know, that's what I was getting at. Because <coughs> a kid will read into that. I shot it in the woods mm-hmm. next to the food plot. It, it's, you know, and, and people can say that the gunshot's like thunder. And, and I mean, when I, when I shot guns, yeah. I mean, I've shot deer... And the deer I shot ran, and the deer around it ran, but the deer on the other side of the field didn't Don't even, even care. Yeah, I think it's had that happen too. So you know, it's just kind of that's just what we used to hunt over in Alabama, um, in McIntosh, Alabama, and they had a they had a rule: you don't shoot does in the food plots. With, with I kind of like that rule. And, Never heard it. I mean, we there was uh, over there. You could go into any food plot and, and see at least tons. fifteen or twenty deer. Yep. So. You knew when you went to the stand, you were going to see deer. You might not shoot a deer, but you were going to see deer. Yeah. And and you know, I'm I hunt edges of food plots. Um, I mean, technically, I'll be hunting one this weekend, um, but I'm hunting sawtooth because there's sawtooth in the back of the food plot back there. Yeah. And there's hundreds of them. So um, I'm set up. I can see a little bit of the food plot, but you know, if if I want to shoot a doe I, I can go climb on the edge of a food plot and shoot a doe with my bow um, mm-hmm. but you know once once it starts getting into the rut it's more of like heavy woods because I mean there's so many does on our property that you gotta shoot them well there's so many does that, that buck is not gonna come out into not, the food plot yeah, it's not traveling very far um, unless it's unless it's the first hot doe and unless you just he's to be just there. on a hot doe I mean he, he's even then I think they're smart enough to say hey another hot doe is gonna walk by me in 10 yeah, minutes I don't yeah. have to go up I don't have to go out there so, so you, you gotta kill some does so yeah so Melvin got fired that day um, Maybe he was trying to get rid of all the does so no. that your bucks would actually be moving no. the run. <laughs> Maybe he was the smart guy. Yeah. No. Um, so so Mel- Melvin's gone. And I mean, realistically, we have more does on our property than what we need to have. Um, I mean, we haven't killed as many does the last couple of years as we typically would kill. So I'm hoping this weekend we can start out a good weekend. There's three of us hunting and, and yeah. get you know, a few deer down. Um, if not, you can always call Melvin. Yeah, yeah he can take yeah. care of your <laughs> yeah. dope problem that he was <laughs> well, trying to do. You know, Melvin had his son. <laughs> you fired him. And, and this dude, uh, you know, and I'm not going to, I don't want to talk bad about anybody's little kid, but I mean, this, this is a, he was a chubby little kid. He kind of reminded me of like a fat Albert type little kid. Um, he just rolled out with like, like, he was like like a, like a, a basketball in camouflage is, yeah. is what he looked like when he bounced out of the truck. I'm like, yeah. look, look at this. I mean, was he smiling? Oh, of course. Yeah, I mean, that's the best kid in the world. Yeah. Um, he was a good little kid, but, you know, we just we just felt like when, when we got the property, we told Melvin, no hunting, don't yeah. kill anything on the property, you know. If you yeah. want to go fishing, let us know. You're more than welcome. Because, I mean, we got bukus. we got brim bigger than an iPad. Yeah, yeah they're huge. And, and we'll give you the meat, yeah. any meat you want. Yeah. yeah. If yeah. you want deer meat, and we'll give you meat. The, yeah. the fact that he went in there and actually shot the deer, yeah. you know, that, that that's... Oh, yeah, yeah. There's, there's no trust there. And you have to have somebody you can somewhat trust, especially when you're 
three hours away, and you got somebody take oh, yeah. take care. Of yeah, body. we had a, a place when we were when I was younger in Husser, Louisiana, and it was only like eighty acres or something like that. But it it met up with a game a high fenced place. Mm-hmm. It was half of our place was a high fenced place that was on the other side that we could watch the big deer, but we couldn't shoot them. Right. And then the other half was just regular land like ours, and uh, we had a guy named Sid that lived right in front of the place that kind of watched our place for us and we said yeah you can go hunt it and he I, I was going out there as a kid and in Louisiana when we were growing up if any of my Louisiana boys are listening you you can attest to this is true you could hunt all year and maybe see one deer I mean you could put 40 hours that was the average 40 hours in the stand not to kill a deer to see a deer wow that's how I grew up wow and you couldn't shoot does wow so the one deer you would see a year is a doe. Right. You would be so lucky to see a spike, and you would shoot it as quickly as you could. Yeah, that was the thing when I was a kid in Georgia. Just, it, it was like frowned upon to ever shoot a doe. Yeah, it was. It was like being a southern gentleman. You yeah. open the door for him. You don't kill a doe. I mean, but now and we then do. I think they learned about you know like yeah, property management, and, yeah, your and herd it, management, and like that was stupid. But yeah, so this guy would go out. I remember one day. Me and two of my buddies are hunting out there. We're probably 17, so we could drive to drive up there. We And he made us check in at his house, and my dad told us, check in at Sid's house before you go out there so he knows you're out there. We go in and check in at his house at like 4 in the morning. He's got donuts for us and coffee and hot chocolate, whatever. So we're sitting there talking with him. He's like, where are y'all hunting, blah, blah, blah. And it's only 80 acres. So there's three of us hunting it. And you can pretty much see each other the whole time or yell at each other. And... And then he sneaks out there to his special spot and shot two deer, an eight point and a doe, and you weren't even. It was on doe day, you know, yep. and didn't even offer us meat. Didn't offer, you know. And I told my dad about it. I was like, "What?" I was like, "You know, why would he do that? That's just not cool." And it was a little eight point, like not a trophy. Right. It's a, a little, little tiny eight rat. point. Yeah. He was doing it just to piss us off. Right. To say, this is my land. You're not coming back here. I know what I'm doing, and I'm going to keep you off my hunting. And I told my dad about it, and he was a little aggravated with the guy. And then a year or so later, I stopped going. Because I was like, he's killing every deer that we have back there. And I stopped going, but he was still kind of... Because he lived literally in front of it. He, we had to drive up his driveway to get onto our place. My brother went a couple years later. He was in college. <clears throat> and he drove up. You know, parked his car. Sid could. He didn't check in with Sid. Sid could see his car and knew it was one of us. My buddy, my brother goes hunting. Didn't he saw a spike? Didn't shoot it, which is crazy. You know, he saw a legal deer and he didn't shoot it. And we did have hogs back there too, so those were legal to kill any time or hunt. My brother comes back to his truck. Game warden is waiting on him, and with Sid is standing there. And, Sid, and my brother's like, hey, Sid, how's it going? And we're like, let me see your driver. I mean, your hunt license. He gave it to him. He's legal. You realize this is a split and there's no deer hunting right now. My brother was like, I didn't kill a deer. I was hog hunting. And Sid's like, no, he was out there deer hunting. They wrote my brother a ticket. Sid called the game warden on my own brother on his own property who was hog hunting, passed up a spike, didn't shoot the spike, which in Louisiana, you shot any horns you saw legally. And my brother got like a $1,200 ticket for hunting out of season. Wow. Had to hire a lawyer. Wow. So my dad, yeah, 
told Sid if he's ever on our property again, you're going to jail. If we ever, and I never went back because I thought he would shoot me. I thought he would. He told me stories of that of him shooting at people that were trespassing on our property, over kids riding four wheelers while he was hunting, and he would shoot the tree above their head. We never, I never went back. So he wow. got the, you know, we ended up selling it, but, yeah. but yeah, it had good deer on it because it backed up to a game uh-huh. fence, uh-huh. a D map place. You cut, that, cut little holes they had it. holes under it. <laughs> yeah. I didn't cut them. I don't know who cut them. <laughs> where the ditches and the things were, you could see they pushed it up the tracks. You could hunt there, and these big bucks were coming through there. They didn't know about it. I didn't tell them. I didn't yeah, screw the fence up. <laughs> so, yeah, so I've had issues with people, or we, me growing up, I've had that same kind of stuff. And it makes you not even want to go if somebody's yeah. out there poaching. Oh, yeah. Even if they work for you or they're supposed to be your friend, they're lying. Sid Vicious is what they my buddies called him. <laughs> yeah, like, Sid old Vicious. wrestler. Yeah, I didn't watch wrestling, so I didn't know why. I just oh, called yeah. him Sid Vicious. Oh, I didn't like that. He's guy. a big nasty curly hair dude. Big, I mean, yeah. he's as big as a house, meaner yeah. than the devil. Sid Vicious. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we called him. So <laughs> it's opening weekend. Yeah. Um, I will be climbing, so I will be wearing my harness. Wear your harness. I'm not bringing mine. Well, I'm going to bring mine because I am bringing my bow. Just If Georgia kills one early, I might, she might sit at the house or sleep in, and I might go hunt. Um, what do you think the state. odds are that your feeder is still off the ground? I th- I'm going to give it 50-50. I, I don't know. It might <laughs> that be. That's the one y'all put in the tree? Yeah, yeah, it might be smashed with the the, the way we put it up. Oh, yeah, it's, it's not. <laughs> you don't think it's still hanging? I don't know. It might be. We put a lot of rope. I'm just worried about that crank that is basically held on with a shoelace. We've hung them off a tree, like old shoelace, thin, thin tree limbs that were like curved over. And I mean, I'm not worried about that, but the so the crank paracord that was ten years old and ripped. But then we also double backed it and doubled it up with the other rope. Remember? We'll see. So, so is, that, is that where y'all are going to be hunting at? Yeah, tomorrow afternoon we're yeah. going there. Because with the north wind, it's a good for a northeast wind or whatever, I'm hoping. If now if it turns to a south wind for some reason, when we get there, we'll go to the other place. Yeah, so that should be a cross. And you should be kind of, yeah, going out to the other food pot yeah. or that, where that other box is. Yeah. Um, it should be perfect. But we'll see. Who knows? If the box, I mean, if we get there and the, here comes the wind coming out of the north. north. North wind right there. There's the American flag. Flying off of Brandon's porch. We're sitting on Brandon's porch right now, which we need to do that more. We need to tell people where we are and, yes. and, and, and describe our environment. We're sit, I'm watching uh, uh, Highway, 90. Highway 90, seeing some cars go by. I, past that is is the Gulf of Mexico, or the Mississippi Sound. Uh, on Brandon's porch, we can sit here and see Speaking that. of Mississippi Sound, every morning when I'm going to work, it's I mean, it's Flat, calm, oh. shrimp boats. I mean, you would think the shrimp would be coming in. They're out there. I oh, guess. they're close in. They're, they're yeah. not far off. Yeah. I caught one shrimp in my cast net two days ago, but I could I caught a catfish with it. Do you ever put any kind of like um, cat food out there or, no. or rabbit food? No. I mean, when they're in, we can just throw the cast net and catch tons of them. Do y'all um, catch big size shrimp? or We do when the big ones are in. Um, mainly I'm looking for just bait shrimp to fish with because if the bait shrimp are in, the trout are in. Um, but, yeah, we don't. when they're in, we don't have to throw any cat food or anything out for them. But, like yesterday, I caught 
pin pogies and uh, yeah, shrimp. Yeah, put the cat food out there. Maybe more will come in. Quint, Quint, if they're not in there, they're not in there. Quincy bought him a boat. Really? So yeah, a little oh. six, a little sixteen footer. Ooh, so. take that to Chandelier Island. He, he's he's but he's been on lockdown for the last two weeks because his dad got he got Billy Uncle Billy got COVID. So, oh really? Yeah, How's Quint, he doing? Uh, he's good. He, okay, good. I mean, but he's had no issues. He's asymptomatic. Um, yeah. Oh, that's but yeah. he's uh so he he's gone fishing you know Gulfport Lake. You're not supposed to leave your house. He's like, I'm not fishing around anybody. I said, you're breathing out aerosols, man. You're gonna, you're polluting the That's air. Crazy. <laughs> the lake, come on. Just, I'm rubbing him up, but he 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 went out and he caught his first trout, um, speckled trout in Gulfport Lake last weekend, actually. Really? Yeah. A yeah. big one. It wasn't a big one. Yeah, so, throw back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he's but talking still, about fishing like they have like bass tournaments on the weekends in Gulfport yeah. Lake. So he's talking about getting in some of those bass tournaments, and they have like uh, I've never even heard of going to Port Lake. Well, it's, it's salt it's, water, brackish uh, water. It's brackish. Yeah. Um, it's uh, right there by the golf course, by the Air National Guard, by the airport. Okay. So it's never it's been like back there. east of the airport. Okay. Um, when when Moose flew in, your dog? Yes. He, he flies airplanes. Yeah, he's got a license. <laughs> he, came, he came in from San Francisco. You um, bought the dog from San Francisco. Well, no, he came from Sonoma County. It's funny, you know. Two years ago, they had a lot of fires out there, like they have right now. And one of my buddies, and as I'm in the transportation business, one of my buddies was was out in Northern California, and I, I was tempted to to get my buddy Chris to Chris Reese. He lives in uh, Daytona, Florida. Um, I was tempted to get him to actually go to this kennel, that Scanson kennel where Moose came from, and pick him up and bring him. Because I was worried about, like, fires out yeah. there. You yeah. know, I mean, here I got, you know, my deposit down on this dog. I'm waiting on him to come in. You know, and I mean, it's kind of nerve-wracking. Um, but he, he flew in. I picked him up at the airport at 4.30 in the evening. Yeah, uh, on a Friday. He's a good dog. And I, I took him, I took him to the golf course. I took him to Gulfport Lake. because yeah. I mean, he had been in the kennel since five o'clock in the morning. So yeah. you know, I, I took him over peed. there. He peed, ran um, off, never saw him again. <laughs> <laughs> so, sometimes I think Camille would wish wishes that, but um, he, he's a good dog. But to uh, talk about moose, how tall is your fence? Uh, I don't know, like three and a half, four feet. And how maybe. tall is moose? <laughs> five. Uh, moose, <laughs> moose. Flip. Moose could hop over that fence. He could literally step over that fence, and he doesn't. He <laughs> just looks at us through it like he's going to. This fence wasn't here. I was uh, I'm over there. Yeah, dude, you could just step over that fence. <laughs> he, he could hop that fence very easily. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Hardwood Boys iPodcast. We do appreciate you listening. If you have any topics you want us to discuss, just reach out to us on Facebook or on our email address. If you're climbing in trees, wear your harness. And whatever you're doing in the outdoors, stay hard.